Hello, everyone. I am Keisha Dennis, and you are now tuned in to Denia Azure Radio. Welcome, Keisha. Hello, hello. Welcome to Denia Azure Radio. How are you? I am wonderful, magnificent, and blessed. So I'm at the fabulous Keisha Dennis on Clubhouse. Um, shout out to, to TJ and all the fans of the viral love train. She always has some amazing posts and such great energy. And she uh, does a lot of phenomenal things, but predominantly she talks about, you know, how to manage money in many different markets. So talk about what made you go into the field of money. Well, I was actually in the Bachelor's of Science and Nursing program. And um, I started realizing when I was in that program that I probably didn't want to be there anymore. And I didn't know what I was going to do. So I finished that. I was following the footsteps of my mom, who was a registered nurse for 20 plus years. And after I got out of nursing school, I decided to get my health administration and bachelor's um, degree and my health administration degree and bachelor's. Um, And I decided after working at Kaiser, because I wanted to get in Kaiser my whole life, (laughs) and then when I got there, I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. And someone approached me and she was like, you know, you can make a good amount of money in finances, you know, as much as you're making as a nurse. And I was like, yeah, right. And she said I could do it in two months, three months. So I took a leap of faith and I tried it out and it worked for me. But what made me jump out of the healthcare field was that my mom, after 20 plus years at Kaiser, they let her go. And when they let her go, she got a retirement package of about a quarter million dollars. And within nine months, she was broke and homeless. So, yeah, that's my sentiments exactly. Wait, how? she got a quarter million dollars and she did not know how to manage her money. She knew nothing about money. No one had ever taught her about money. And she didn't take into account the price of inflation, which is something we're dealing with right now. She did not take into consideration that, you know, medication and bills, they keep coming every month. And if you don't have any money to sustain yourself, then your chances are you'll end up homeless. And that's what a lot of people are facing today. So that scared the mess out of me. It wasn't like I could go and knock on the door and say, hey, I have a degree. Let me take over her job so I can keep up with the family bills. That didn't occur. They replaced her that same day. So her dedication of leaving her family in the middle of the night and pulling doubles every time they called her because she was the only chemo nurse in Kaiser, Oakland for a while, that meant nothing. They did not care. They let her go. That scared me. Insanity. That is absolute insanity because um, those of you who have never had to deal with anything that comes to chemo, that takes a special kind of skill. It does. Because the people that you are dealing with are sick and they and you're helping them to cope with being sick not necessarily able to cure them right so you're dealing with them you're dealing with their family members you're dealing with a whole bunch of energies it takes a special kind of person to be able to make someone feel comfortable taking Mm -hmm. chemo because it's a very scary thing so the fact that these 
people thought that it was okay to just let her go and just think they're going to find the next person. It's not like that because it takes a certain kind of person to be able yes. to make someone feel safe in a situation that's not necessarily comfortable. You are absolutely correct. And, you know, my mom actually trained some of the nurses that took over her position. So <laughs> it was a real, real sad situation for the family. It was sad for me to see my mom in that predicament. And when I got the opportunity to learn about financial literacy and learning the tax code and how to avoid paying taxes, you know, I, I took I took a leap of faith and I jumped on it. And it's been the best decision I've ever made. That's awesome. So how long have you been doing um, taxes and, and financial literacy now? So I've been implementing tax strategies for about five years, but I've been doing taxes for eight years. I've been having my company almost six years now. So what is one of the main struggles that you have had to overcome when it comes to this field? Tax code, the tax code is a hefty book. <laughs> I, you, you, there's no way one person can learn the entire tax code. There's no way. Every financial company has a team for a reason because you'll have different departments to do different things and they'll learn the tax code for those specific departments which makes it a cohesive effort to help people. And the obstacles have been keeping up with the tax code <laughs> and finding the right team to build so that you guys can help each other to help the clients. Definitely. So what have you done to overcome these obstacles? Oh, I'm, I'm studying all the time. I'm up late at night. You know, I fight hard for my people. I, I'm, I sacrifice a lot of time. Um, there's a balance between family and finances because I'm managing over 200 people's finances. You know, I work with a lot of companies. I work with a lot of low income all the way up to multimillionaires. So the strategies are different and they're based on your individual circumstance. So just overcoming, uh, you know, learning the tax code and overcoming those obstacles, it hasn't been easy, but I sacrifice and I do it so that people will not end up like my mom. Yes. Keisha Dennis, uh, Upscale Tax Professionals is my is my guest here on tonight's radio. <laughs> you know, um, what are one of the misconceptions regarding taxes that we don't know about? One of the misconceptions is if you owe taxes, that there's nothing you can do about it. We have a service called Tax Resolution, and Tax Resolution will allow for our tax team to look over past year's tax returns and to see what strategies weren't implemented mm -hmm. so that we can correct those mistakes and lower your tax liability. We also have different strategies that we put in place to negotiate the terms 
of your offer and compromise or your agreement with the with the IRS. So there's ways to get around owing so much because the number one thing is the tax penalties and the interest. Yeah. So you may owe seven thousand dollars, and with tax penalties and interest, you may end up owing twenty-seven thousand. And you're like, how did they slap on twenty thousand extra dollars? It's with those penalties. That's insane. And Who I'm you telling? Sure, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's highway robbery. Oh yeah, that's almost three hundred percent. How is that legal? That's the IRS, sweetheart. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a problem. <laughs> Say like my kids, this is some bull honky. It's complete bull honky. That's what? <laughs> Talk about who is FICO and, where, and why did they get my money? Look. Yes. FICO's 20 grand. That's I would challenge any working individual out there to look at your W-2 and look how much you pay in taxes. If you're paying your taxes correctly and not filing exempt, which is a no-no. <laughs> if you're filing your taxes correctly, I guarantee you, you work three months out of the year for free. Goodness. You know what? Mm -mm. <laughs> that, is <so> <laughs> that is insanity. It is. It really is. And it's just all about applying the knowledge that you learn. You know, they don't teach financial literacy in school. They don't want you to know these things because America is a corporation. So if you incorporate yourself, ding, ding, then you can utilize the tax code to work for you and it won't work against you. See, I love how you said the quiet part out loud. Because we always wonder, you know, why wouldn't they teach this in school? Like, you know, kids come out and they get into, they go to college and the first thing they give them is what? Credit cards. Yeah. Several of them. Oh, yeah. So you come out, so you come out of college, you, you got a clean credit record and you come out of college and you're like, what happened? Why can't I buy anything? Yeah. Because no one taught you that how, how to, um, how to, how to save money, one. Because I know the one thing that, that I grew up with was that, you know, we get money every week so we can spend it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, hello, cousin. You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, except now I've learned, obviously, but it took, it took a minute because it was like, oh, this comes all the time. I can just spend it and make some more. Spend it, make some more. No, don't do that. No, don't do no. that. Because when the rainy, because you, and you've always heard of like the rainy day fund, you want the rainy day fund. You yes, really you the rainy day fund. I think everyone found out about the rainy day fund when that word that we can't say on air hit. Yes, yes. <laughs> and the thing is, when I first, I think when I first got my first credit card, I want to say it was probably only three hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, free money! Yes, <laughs> I'm spending." And I didn't realize that you had to pay it back. Like all of it. Like I just thought, you know, I could keep playing with them, sending them a couple dollars here and it would just keep growing. I didn't know anything about it. I really was that ignorant to it. And when I maxed out the credit card, they even let me spend more than 300. And the next thing I know, they started compounding that interest on. Now you can have things that are compounding that work for you. 
but you can have compounding interest that works against you. And one of the most important things is to understand the difference between simple interest and compounding interest. Compounding interest is the interest that they put on your car note. Like when you go purchase a car and then they lock you in this five-year loan and your car may be $10,000 or $20,000. And by the time you finish paying it off, you pay $30,000, $35,000. That's compounding interest. Simple interest is what you make at the bank, which is basically nothing. <laughs> right. So when speaking of the car, so a lot of people, when they go to get their cars, some people say it's better to lease. Some people say it's better to go with cash. In your opinion, what is better when it comes to the tax purposes? If you are a business owner, then it's better to lease. Lease in your business name. If you are a W-2 employee from 2019 to 2026, a lot of the tax write-offs don't even apply. The tax code changed drastically. So you just have to know your tax situation. You have to know the laws at the time. And then you should seek your financial advisor, you know, to get assistance in that. What I'm noticing is a lot of tax advisors today, they aren't implementing strategies and they aren't teaching. We are a teaching facility. So my job is to make sure that you're well informed so that this will last you a lifetime. It does not benefit me to take your money. And you continue to be broke and living paycheck to paycheck. That doesn't make well, me. Feel- let me. I want you to say that again for the people in the back because I don't think <laughs> you understand. When you are working with someone who is supposed to be helping you with your finances, it doesn't benefit you to what? It does not benefit me to just take your money and not teach you because you're going to keep making the same mistakes. My pockets are going to keep getting fatter, but I'm not helping you. And because I work for a higher source, my objective is to teach you so that you can fly, not so that you can be dependent on me and never learn. This is the difference between someone who actually wants to help and someone that's a predator. Yes. Please pay attention because there are a lot of people out there that want that go to the guys of helping and consulting and the fees keep coming and coming and coming, but nothing is being accomplished on your end yeah trying to figure out how do you pay how do you find money to pay them and you're still broken you're still struggling and what was the point of hiring a professional in the first place yes exactly and one of my first things is to teach you how to write off my fees I like her. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Look at that. She said, one of my first things is to teach you how to write off my fees. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keisha is the owner and CEO of Upscale Tax Professionals, is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So you deal with real estate taxes. Um, also, you, have, you also deal with wealth. So yes. So a lot of people, the problem with, I would say, social media now is instead of, you know, keeping your mouth shut about your money, y'all want to show it. And um, I never understood that. I never understood the money phone. I don't who know who started that. Like, stop that. Let's, let's start with it. Stop doing that because that's not a good idea. It's not mm-hmm. safe for you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, also, no one should ever know what's in your bank account. Ever. 
Why do y'all keep putting that out there? Because it's not real. It's Ooh. an illusion. Because when they come and sit in my chair, it doesn't look the same as it looks on Instagram. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Not making it how they make it for real. Oh, yeah. It's an illusion. Instagram is an illusion. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because it's like, you know, you see the the rappers and and what and some of the artists and whatnot. And like you said, they got the cars, uh, the houses, and then you find out later that they were getting sued because they didn't own any of it and yeah. didn't pay for the rentals. Because who taught them financial literacy? Are y'all paying attention? Um, um, are y'all paying attention? Because we were not taught financial literacy. Because had we been taught financial literacy, we wouldn't be buying every single thing in the world on credit without exactly. having the money. On it. Exactly. If and you're gonna if use you credit, be able to pay. If you're going to use credit, be able to pay for what you're buying. With yes, it. that's the best option. Yes. That's how you build your credit. And and I'm just saying, I'm coming from a no judgment zone. I come from welfare section eight. I, you know, I did not have financial literacy. I've lived from paycheck to paycheck. I've been homeless. I've done everything known to man. So I am a true cousin. I understand. I've been there. I'm not talking from a place of superiority. I'm talking from a place of experience. <laughs> it's a big difference. I, I'm not here to brag or boast because a lot of us still today are still trying to figure it out. I have a lot figured out, but I have more to figure out. It's a never ending wheel. You have to keep growing, learning and implementing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, and that's why I wanted to talk to you because whenever I went to your videos, that's what I saw, how genuine you were and how you really wanted to help people, how you really have helped people. And then plus she has some really fun adventures. She'll be going to different restaurants and, and, and showcasing some really, really beautiful food. And I'm like, yeah, she's pretty awesome. I gotta I gotta network with her. You yeah. know, and if the person that you're working with doesn't show you that they're genuine, why would you continue to work with them? I won't. They'll they'll come back when they're ready. Everybody isn't ready. You know, the teacher appears when you're ready. And the teacher disappears when you've learned the lesson. So, you know, as long as you're ready and you're showing me you really, truly want to learn, then I'm here. But I'm not going to waste my time. And I definitely, definitely do charge. I have fees, but I will teach you how to write those fees off. So it's a win-win for you. You're getting the information. You're able to write off my fees, but... A poor mindset thinks of the fees. A wealthy mindset thinks of the benefits. And that's it. That's the only difference. The only difference. A lot of my people are like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, it's $500 to prepare taxes, W-2 taxes. Yes, it is. But you're going to learn so much. So, so much. And you're going to write off those fees. And I'm going to teach you so much in that little bit of time that you're going to come back for more. And if you're not coming back for more, then I'm not the tax professional for you. And I guarantee you, 
99% of them out there don't do what I do. They don't teach what I teach. They're not here to help you. You know, I, I have a personal and business relationship with my clients because I want to know about your kids. I want to know if you're buying a home. I want to know, you know, if you're about to start a business. I want to know if your mom passed away. You know, you go to H&R Block. They don't want to know that. They want paperwork, sit down, get out. What are one of the biggest mistakes that first time home home buyers make when they're doing their taxes? Not understanding their tax deductions, not understanding what they can and cannot write off, not understanding how to use their home as a way to reduce their tax liability. It's just, you know, it's, it's one of those things where people purchase a home and they just think that passive income is just going to start coming. No, that's when you buy an investment property. But when you buy a home that you're living in, it's different. You can't get the same deduction that you can if you have an investment property. So you have to know the difference between both of those. Definitely. So when it comes to starting a business, what is your advice for a first-time business owner when it comes to doing their taxes? When it comes to doing your taxes or starting your business? Uh, starting your business. So when it comes to starting your business, you want to make sure that you choose the right business entity formation. So whether you should be an LLC or S-Corp, um, you would do some research on where you would like to start your business because some of those businesses, they have a hefty um, yearly fee. <laughs> and so a lot of people, like for instance, California is $800 a year. So a lot of people don't like to start their businesses in California. You know, they would choose to rather start their company in Delaware. So, you know, just knowing where to start your business, knowing your competition, knowing exactly what you can write off, what you cannot write off, knowing how to set up your car in your business name so that you can write off your car, knowing how to choose a car that weighs the right amount so that you can get a tax credit for that, you know, um, just different tax credits would be like the biggest thing that I would tell people to research. And if you don't know, and if you don't know where to research, just hire a tax professional and hire one that knows what they're doing. Google them, do your due diligence. Don't just go to a mom and pop tax you know, shop or your cousin's friends, baby mama, go somewhere where you know that they're a reputable tax professional. They've been doing it for a while. You can see their ratings. You can check them on Yelp. You can check them on Google. You know, just research because this is your money. This is your livelihood. You have tax professionals out here taking people's money like crazy. I'm helping a family right now where the entire family got charged $2,000 a piece to do their taxes. These are regular W-2 clients. So why would you be paying $2,000 to get your taxes done? Something's not right there. And the IRS is going to flag it because they're going to know something's not right there. Right. So you, you have to really just know who you're dealing with before you get involved because it's your livelihood and you're the one who has to pay that money back. Yes, absolutely.
So you have an event coming up in Chicago. Go ahead and talk about that real quick. Yes, indeed. So Jay Cross French, she's like my sister in business. And she is an amazing connector. I love to network. And she hosts events for a lot of networking opportunities for you know, us to build our content, for us to get our headshots taken. Uh, it's, it's so many different things. Content creation is huge. You know, people look at your content and knowing how to have the right content to attract the right audience is very crucial in your business. You can't just start a business and think, oh, people are just going to come. No, you have to deliver that. Your branding needs to be on point. So these, this event is going to talk about all of that. We're going to teach you how to do it. We're going to, um, we're going to help you with your pitch if you're looking to get a grant. So it's, it's a lot that we'll be doing. We have, um, Sarita Love of Success Junkie. She's a high profile leader in Chicago. We have Carol Terrell, who is the owner of Onyx Capital. And she is a powerhouse when it comes to credit repair and credit restoration. So, you know, we're, we're about to have some fun. And we all wrote a book together. So if you go to lulu.com and type in Keisha Dennis, it's spelled K-E apostrophe S-H-A-D-E-N-N-I-S, you'll see the book. It's Speaking Life and Empowerment for Women by Women. And there's eight authors in the book, including myself and the ladies that I mentioned. And it's our favorite biblical scriptures. And it is a, it's actually a book where we have pages for you to journal inside of the book. So you can say what the scripture meant to you, how it resonates. And yeah, it's, it's a pretty good book. I would advise people to get it. If you're on your journey for empowerment and the betterment of yourself, I would say grab that book, read it, let the spirit speak to you and ask for guidance. Absolutely. So when everything is said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be that I help people change their mindset in relation to money. I help people change the way that they think about money and grow their money at a compounding rate. The same way they grow their money off of us, I want you to be able to grow your money off of them. And there is a strategy to do that. Albert Einstein talks about it. It's the rule of 72. Yes, yes. Yes. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, follow you, and most importantly, book you. So you can find me on Instagram at Keisha underscore Dennis. That's K-E-S-H-A underscore D-E-N-N-I-S. You can find me on Facebook at K-E apostrophe S-H-A-D-E-N-N-I-S. You can find me on YouTube at K-E apostrophe S-H-A Chanel, C-H-A-N-E-L. And you can schedule with me at www.upscaletaxprofessionals.com. That's professionals with an S on the end. Thank you so much for coming on. I learned so much. 
we definitely will stay connected. You are such a phenomenal person. And it was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I had a blast. <laughs> I must have a great day. Hope to hear from you soon, guys.